Hey guys, welcome back to the Life for Wired podcast. My name is Zach Tenor, and today we are going to be reflecting back on one full year in business. So I wanted to take the opportunity to spend some time just reflecting on you know, some of the biggest things that I learned in my first year as an entrepreneur at running my own personal training business and, you know, all of the ins and outs of the positives, the negatives, the struggles, the disciplines, everything that went into, you know, getting from where I was with nothing, you know, to a pretty su- successful um, personal training business in Columbus, Ohio. So I actually have a um, special guest on today, Christina Kovacs, my wonderful girlfriend and coach and mentor and best friend. So here <laughs> she is. me up too much. Hi, I'm Christina. I'm so excited to be a part of this podcast because I got to witness firsthand this one-year transformation for Zach with the podcast and training. So I'm really pumped to go over these lessons because I got to witness you realize all of them. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. So we're kind of just going to dive into things, guys, because we don't want to take a whole lot of your guys' time, but we really wanted to get to the point on, you know, just some of these things because we think, you know, a lot of you guys can learn from it. You know, there's actually several individuals I train right now, you know, that are going through transitional periods. There's friends of mine that, you know, are, are thinking about diving into entrepreneurship and things like that. So we really just wanted to dive in and, and talk kind of behind the scenes on some of the things that a lot of you may not have seen, you know, that Christina witnessed throughout my time, you know, trying to keep me sane and keep me leveled <laughs> out throughout this whole last year, as as I always joke, not only my girlfriend, but also my, my own coach and my mentor, because she's helped me tremendously over the course of this year. So um, first and foremost, guys, we are going to start off with our my five lessons learned from my first year in entrepreneurship. Um, and number one being don't expect anything, but give everything. So this one really stands out to me because, you know, for me, there was a lot of times, and I think we all do this no matter what we, no matter what it is that we're doing, but you know, a lot of us think that we should, you know, we should be somewhere or we should, you know, be this, or we should like get this, or like, we just feel very entitled to our own success that hasn't even happened yet. I know that like the first time this happened to me was actually when I was playing football at the collegiate level because, you know, there was adversity you went through at the high school level, but, you know, playing playing at a Division One school like Ohio State, there is an insane amount of competition just across the board. And like, that was my first real taste of like, look, you have, no matter who the hell you are or what the hell you have done, you have to show up and, and make this shit happen. And like, you've got to perform. Like, no one gives a crap about what you did before. No one gives a crap about what high school you went to, what what powerhouse state you're from. Like, you just had to show up and perform. And if you did, you'd get on the field. And trust me, like, being in the locker room, being around different guys, you know, all of us were like, hey, man, I should be on this kickoff team. Hey, man, like, I should be starting. Like, blah, 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 blah. We always want to say we should, we should, we should. And this came up for me big time in entrepreneurship. You know, I I knew all the things that I had personally done, you know, to work on myself and get me to a point where I was ready to share it with people and, and really create a business out of it. That being said, just because I was I had those things lined up and I had those things ready to go doesn't mean that I actually deserve anything. I haven't even done any of the work yet. And so I think like one of the biggest things for you guys to realize is like 
no matter what it is you guys do, whether it's, you know, you're working a job currently or, you know, you are going into entrepreneurship, like you cannot expect any, like you really cannot because the sooner, the minute you start expecting things of what you should have, you're going to cause that internal stress. You're going to be impatient. You're going to be anxious. And it's just going to, not, it's going to, de, it's going to basically demotivate you from pushing the business forward and actually pushing your, your life forward in the trajectory that, you know, you're trying to get into. And, you know, there's some things that Christina taught me, you know, substantially throughout the the whole time of me struggling with that. And one of the biggest things, and I'm, I want to let her like touch on it, but she really, she really taught me how to stay in my lane. You know, she used to always tell me when I would get stressed, when I would start comparing, when I would start saying, you know, I should, why not like, you know, why is this not doing well? Or like, why is this not like blah, 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 blah. And she's always just like, stay in your lane. And I'll kind of let her talk about that, but she helped me so much in that way. Yeah, and it's the thing with us being coaches that we explain to clients all the time. Like, they want to be somewhere, like, so quickly. Like, they want to lose 50 pounds, but you really have to think, like, okay, focus on what I can do today to, like, move the needle forward, just like you said. And we have to remind them, like, quit comparing to, like, anyone else that you see on their fitness journey. Quit comparing to, like, where you want to be and just compare to where you were yesterday. And the same thing applies to business. You take this huge goal you have, whether that's, like, a salary or a certain amount of clients or a certain amount of, like, impact that you have. And you have to truly break it down like day by day. What can I do today to like be better than I was yesterday or do better than I did last month um, in business? And when you stay in your own lane and stop looking at other people's followings on social media or other people's businesses because you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And when you just focus on like staying in your lane and being the person you were yesterday, it takes all the comparison out. And then you can truly enjoy the journey. It's just like with your fitness journey too. We tell people all the time like don't fast forward like to where you want to be 50 pounds down. Just enjoy the process and it's easier said than done but it applies to business too like you'll look back and appreciate all the times where you had to grind and like you know put in all the work because you're thankful for winning each day basically um and staying in your lane so something I have to remind myself of sometimes but when you see it like when I see Zach you know and can easily remind him to stay in his lane it just means something you know hearing it from somebody else too just like we coach people like sometimes you have to be that for your partner and remind them too. absolutely yeah, absolutely. And I think she touched on it big time, but just like the comparison game, you know, it's like literally second nature in us humans to just like immediately compare. And it's like, whether it's the social media, whether it's your business and how you're doing it or how you're training in person people and like your style that you like to use. It's like, it's very easy to like look at other people and be like, oh shit, you know, they're having success doing this. Like I got to mimic that or like they're doing this. I got to do that. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like you, you need to stay true and hold true to like your processes and what you're doing that's pushing the needle forward. And like Christina said, it all comes back to just being better than yourself. You know, be better than you were yesterday. Be better than the coach you were, you know, the previous day or the previous session, whatever it may be. I think that's just huge. Um, so then moving on to number two, guys, this is a big one. So basically just you are your own worst enemy. And so that we just really wanted to touch on just getting out of your head and, and just getting, just diving into the process, diving into the progress and not, you know, basically talking yourself out of doing things, basically just off of the fact that you may not think you're good enough or you may not think that you have what it takes um, because we all can be our own worst enemy. I think a lot of us, you know, we revert back to those disciplines over motivation all the time. You know, we can't, we can't wake up every day 
with simple, you know, motivation to, to do the little things we have to do, whether it's entrepreneurial or whatever work we're doing, you know, we have to be, we have to be able to, you know, take a step back and really focus in and use that discipline to help push us out of any negative self-talk or negative, you know, thought processes and things like that, that could in fact, you know, derail us or hold us back. And I think that, you know, this can so easily happen, you know, especially when you're at a time early on creating a business that, I mean, to be quite honest, like unless you don't, you don't know how successful it's going to be, you just are trusting in what you believe in, what you had, what you've had success with thus far. And like, that's just what you have to lean into. And obviously there's a lot of trial and error and things like that, but it's just so easy to, you know, talk yourself out of doing things or talk yourself, you know, basically tell yourself that what you're doing is like wrong or bad or not good enough and things like that. And I know that that obviously plays a lot into the first thing, but it can be very easy to do, especially like I said, when you're like early off, you know, on an entrepreneurial journey and really like you're one of the only people that believes in what you're trying to do at the time, give or take a few other people. And it's very easy to become your own worst enemy and, and derail your progress um, in general. Yeah. And I think another huge part of that is being your own worst enemy, being surrounded by like-minded and like positive growth-minded people really helps you realize that because, you know, us being around each other, we realize like when we are being our own worst enemy, because we're doing the same thing. We understand like what a big role personal development plays in it too. But when you surround yourself with other successful people, other growth-minded people, you're not sucked into what Netflix call like the matrix of like a fixed mindset or, you know, people who don't dive into personal development because it really changes the way you just go into each day with that mindset. And I think for both of us, personal development played like a massive role, not only in who we are as like coaches and in our fitness, but also in relationships, just that really fixes that your own worst enemy mindset. One of the books you read, The Ego is the Enemy, I think plays into this a little bit too, oh, yeah. that um, sometimes your ego can get the best of you. And if you don't have someone or healthy routines in your daily life, like personal development, journaling, gratitude, like you can derail yourself from ever reaching your goals because you talk yourself out of it or you let other close-minded people prevent you from reaching your full potential. But personal development helped us reach that and we just keep on going. You don't reach a point where like you're done <laughs> yeah. growing as a person. Yeah. And I think that being surrounded by people who think that way prevents you from ever stopping. 100%. And Christina touched on it briefly there and I just want to expand upon it. You know, she talked about like your ego and, you know, a lot of us think of ego as literally just like, you know, being, you know, self-centered or being like ultra over the top prideful. It's like, no, 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 no. Like that is not ego. The ego is literally like the subtle subconscious, like feelings and thought processes that, that really just holds you back. And I think, you know, I just wanted to expand upon this because I know it affected me, but you know, early on, like I had so many different times throughout, you know, the part, my journey in general, where, you know, I could have very easily not asked for help and just really just went tunnel vision in on stuff that maybe not, maybe wasn't going as well. You know, I, I'm just basically wanting to make the point that like I had the ability through, you know, eliminating the ego to reach out and ask for help when I needed it. And I feel like a lot of people can become their own worst enemy because you get so wrapped up in, you know, your own, your own pride and what you're doing that you don't have, you know, the ability to reach out and ask people for help or get feedback on like, hey, like, like that was something big I did. I always like ask people like, hey, does this suck? Is this good? Like, 
I don't care. Like you tell me, like, I got to know like if this is working or if it's not working, I really don't even care much about my feelings, <laughs> but I know that there are people out there where like, you guys are going to take into consideration how you're feeling and things like that. But just be aware that, you know, that the, your ability to like not ask for help or your ability to be, you know, less inclined to do something like that or be vulnerable is literally your ego. Um, and I just wanted to like use this opportunity to say that, but do you have anything else? Yeah, I was going to say, like, your vulnerability is something that I didn't even, like, think of when we were thinking of these five lessons, but it kind of goes into, like, one of the later ones, so I won't get too into it, but you being vulnerable and, like, asking for help, I think for a lot of people, especially in a relationship, asking for help in this area yeah. can be really hard, and you asking for feedback from your clients, like, what could I do better? Like, what do you want to learn more of? A lot of people are so in their head that they don't even want to put themselves out there or get feedback because they think like my way is like my way or the highway. Like you're not going to change, but you're so open to change and like asking for help and being vulnerable, which I don't think you'd be where you are today if you weren't that way. No, never. (laughs) I think that's been huge. Um, all right guys, uh, moving on to three. So you not only have to wear all of the hats, you have to be great at wearing all of the hats. So I think, you know, this is something like the number one thing that comes to my mind throughout my first year doing this is like the ability to really put yourself out there on social media. You know, I, I think like, well, no matter what it is that you do, like whether you are into collecting you know, model cars or whether you're into comic books or whether you're into, you know, fitness, whatever it is you're like willing to do, you guys got to realize that like 90% of the world is literally on their social media 24, seven, 365. Like that is where like literally everyone is, everyone's attention is at. So it's like, if that's the case, like why would you not utilize it and, you know, market your brand? Like I, I'll never forget listening to a podcast. They were like, you could literally be like in this day and age that we're living in right now, like you could be the best chef you could be the best coach like whatever it is you do as a profession like you could be the absolute best but there's only so many people who are going to know about it and who are going to be able to be impacted by whatever it is that you do unless you put yourself out there so i think like one of the biggest things for me and biggest struggles for me was like doing that putting myself out there on social media you know posting me doing these workouts or doing this drill and then like also you know talking and being like showing who I was and what I believed in you know from a podcast standpoint from you know just literally just recording yourself on your shit and telling people what you believe in like it's it's all of those things that are like inadvertently going to help move you forward no matter you know how many likes you get or how many views you get because people are watching and like I have seen that so evident throughout this year um that I just like, I really have to stress that. And I think like, for me, like I wasn't someone that necessarily wanted to do all of that, but that was just a a hat that I had to wear. I knew that going into this, that that was required, that was a requirement and it was non-negotiable. Like I had to do it. And early on for me, it was tough. You know, it was hard. It was stuff I did not want to do. I was uncomfortable doing, but I knew if I didn't wear that hat and I didn't market myself, then that business was not going to move forward. And um, I also think about this with like accounting and finance. Like I know so many entrepreneurs who like neglect their accounting and like saving for taxes and things like that. And it's like, those are stressors that like are very evident. And yeah, it's real easy, you know, to push, push those off and not focus on them and, you know, be like everybody else where you're like, ah, whatever, when taxes come, I'll figure it out. 
But it's like, no, like if you really want to be good, like you've got to wear all those hats, you got to do it all and you've got to, you have to do it all well. And you have to make sure that your shit's together on, on every front. And like, I know I just named a couple examples, but it is true. And I know Christina can attest to that. Yeah. And it's something I struggled with in the beginning of my entrepreneurship journey too, is like wearing all the hats and having enough energy to wear all of the hats. Cause training clients in person, it may seem like that's all we do, but there's so much going on behind the scenes. So like much content creation and programming and programming takes up like 50% of our week. It's not just like showing the clients, the workouts, but programming too, which I see Zach put so much effort into on the weekends when you don't even know he's working, but I think how you do, like, one thing is how you do everything, and you really have to be self-aware and know, like, when you have more energy and, like, when your creative juices are high, like, for me, and I know for you, like, after a workout, like, or we fill up our cups on the weekend, like, our creativity for programming and content is, like, at an all-time high, but if you wait until, like, Thursday or Friday in the week when you're kind of running on E from, like, grinding all week, your content and your creativity is going to be garbage honestly um so just being self-aware knowing like what days and what times of the day you're most productive are super important like we're big morning people (laughs) but there are some entrepreneurs and trainers who like to do like evening sessions and who like to stay up late and create things but you just have to be self-aware and don't try and like fit the mold if you're someone who is not a morning person and this doesn't apply to you then just do the reverse and know that you are creative at night and on the weekends or like Friday night. Um, but just being self-aware allows you to figure out what days and times work for you because I tried to fight it for so long and it was just like you're half-assing everything at that point instead of putting everything into each thing that you do. Yeah. That is, that is like huge. And that's something that Christina also like very, very much so like helped me with over out over throughout this first year is just like being so self-aware and especially like guys, like I just don't think like there's not many guys that like have good self-awareness, like unless you really work at it. And like, I think that's something that like over the last couple of years, like I've really, really worked at and she's helped me realize it you know, from a business standpoint, like I always like had, I I had like self-awareness down with like a lot of the personal development stuff, but it didn't really translate over to the business. And like, she really helped me find, you know, where, where do you, like, where are you good? And as far as like throughout the day, like, do are you the best in the morning or are you, you feel like you're, you're really on at night, like figuring out what routine works best for you. Cause there was, there's been days, you know, where I'll, I'll come home to her and like, you know, I just, train for 10 hours, 10 clients. And like, I'm like, Hey, I got to do this. You know, I got to do this newsletter. I got to do my, this Instagram reel. I've got to, you know, catch up with this client, do my online check-ins. And like, before you know it, it's like, you could very easily just like work a 20 hour day without even realizing it. And she's really helped. Like, as of like, honestly, recent has really helped me like structure my day in a way that, that works for me, not against me. Because I just think that's another good point is like a lot of the shit that we do guys is so like self-inflicted. Like the way that like all the stuff that we experience that are like challenges for us, like it's so self-inflicted. So do yourself, do yourself a favor. I know we're saying self like a hundred times, but do yourself a favor and really work on that self-awareness and work to finding out, you know, where you work best. Um, All right guys. And now moving on to point four. So this one is get very, very, and I mean very comfortable being uncomfortable. (laughs) So this one, this is definitely just all about putting yourself out there, guys. I think, you know, I see it big time, you know, in this industry, but honestly, whatever industry you're in, you have to put yourself out there because literally no one will ever know what it is you believe in what it is you could potentially help them with unless you do it. Like whether you get two likes on a reel or, or 200,000, like you have to put yourself out there and like 
you have to show people what you believe in and what, what it is that has helped you, what it is, how you can help them and all those things. And, and you have to just like really put the pride aside, like, like who, who seriously gives a shit what your acquaintance from high school thinks about your posting on your story? Like who gives a shit? Like really, um, if it's benefiting you and your business and what you love and what you believe in, like that is all that freaking matters. And like, that is something huge that Christina has also taught me with. So your guys are definitely seeing a theme here that she has had an incredible impact on a lot of these points that we're making, but it, it is true. And I'll never forget like the first time, like wanting to like talk on my story or something. And you're like, just freaking do it. I, I think I recorded like 800 times. You did. And I couldn't stop laughing. Cause you were just like such a perfectionist. And that's why I said, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. But also like, you didn't even want to get on your story for a long time. And I was the same way when I first started my business. I had to have someone tell me, like a business coach, be like, you have to talk on your story every day. And so Zach has so much to say. And I'm like, just get on your story and talk. And he's like, oh my God, no way. Like <laughs> at first he was against it. And then when he finally did it, like we seem so comfortable now, like talking on a podcast or doing lives, but like even lives, like oh, yeah. when you rip the bandit off, like it's uncomfortable. It's not easy to like put yourself out there in that way. But if you don't do it, you will never attract the people who are like, meant to find you and you never know like just one small thing you could say can make a huge impact to somebody so it's like 30 minutes of being uncomfortable and alive or getting on your story could change someone's life so when I look at it from that way and when I explain that to you like you have so much knowledge up here and when you get it out there it just like could make a huge difference and that was all the motivation that he needed to and I think you it. could even think of like multiple points in your life doing this where mm -hmm. you had someone like like a piece of content or like some information that you threw out there on on whatever platform that like you thought like in your head you're like all right is this really even that good and then like before you know it you have like someone that signed with you to be a client that said, Hey, that one thing that you posted really got me really, really, yeah. really hit me, you know, hard. And like, that's, that's literally why I decided to reach out to you. I mean, like there's been so many scenarios for me already in do doing that. And I can't even imagine for you, you know? Yeah. It even happened today. I was just talking about like what a crazy morning I had and like how you respond to things like from a positive mindset or like, uh, when you're on E, which I talk about all the time lately, but I just came on my story and I'm like, nobody wants to hear like what a shitty morning I had, but I did, I did it. I turned it into like a positive learning moment, teaching moment for myself. And when my clients was like, wow, I really needed to hear that today. Like you had no idea, like how much I needed that. Are you speaking right mm -hmm. to me? And it's like, someone always feels that way. So if you just share an uncomfortable story or yeah. like a silly story, it could even change someone's day. So it's worth it. For sure. All right, guys, and then the last and final point is if you choose to build something that is your own and it's something that you genuinely love and enjoy working toward each and every day, you will never work a day in your life. So we just wanted to wrap this thing home with just some positivity about, you know, if you're someone out there that is struggling to, you know, make a leap in jobs or career or relationships or you're, you know, wanting to get into entrepreneurship, whatever it is, whatever the thing is that you guys are really trying to, you know, do or accomplish or, or take, you know, take the reins with in your life. Um, you know, th this is just the point we want to drive home that like, if you guys can really, really nail down, you know, what it is you want your life to look like in general, obviously, you know, we're talking in the context context of, you know, building something, building, you know, a, a brand, you know, a, a company, a business, but you know, it can be really anything, but, um, you guys, I'm telling you, if you can find, that thing or find what it is that really fires you up and that you genuinely love, you know, doing each and every day. Um, you really will not work a day in your life. You know, I have, I have days that are hard, that are long, 
that, you know, it's a struggle, you know, training, like I said, like 10, 11 hours a day and then coming home and having to do three to five hours more of work. Like those days are absolutely present, but it, it goes back to the one podcast I talked about where like, you really have to just be, you have to find what you're just willing to grind for. Like on those days, even when I'm burnt out, like me and Christina will still talk about like how grateful I am to be just doing what I love, impacting the people that I am and working with such amazing people that I am. And it's like, we always come back to that no matter like how difficult or how busy we are that day. It's like, we always fall back on that gratitude and how much, you know, this means to us. And I just know that there's so many people out there that struggle with this concept. You know, I feel like there's a lot of people just silently struggling just in what they are doing for their careers. And there's a lot of people that would obviously be doing very much so different things if they had the chance or had the opportunity. So I know I've been one of those people. So we really just wanted to bring it home with this final point. Yeah. And I think that expressing gratitude is like what truly saves us. And like, we know what we are doing is like what we're meant to do. And we even work on the weekends or like on vacations, like in Denver, like when we go places, we love doing what we're doing, but times get stressful, but we always sit down and we reflect on like, where were we two years ago? Or like when I worked my corporate job, comparing like the grind now to the grind then, like doing it for what you love with people you love, like your clients, you create these relationships with them. And even for Zach in certain times, there'll be like stressful days. And I'm like, Hey, this time last year, you were like working a corporate job, you were traveling for work, you were doing something that like sucked the soul out of you. And now you're doing something that like gives you life and you'll do anything for that yeah. feeling. And oh, yeah. we'll just sit out and express gratitude like on the patio after a long week or a long day. And also our morning routine where we express gratitude every morning, it just like prevents you from ever having that like stress mindset. You're always grateful when you start your day like that or end your week like that. And I think if everyone could find what they are truly meant to do and what they love and express gratitude like that, like your life will change. Big time, big time. Yeah, and she drove it home there too with, with just like doing, comparing like to what you did, like what we both did individually before we got into this. It's like, that is always a huge lesson to reflect back on is, is where we once were and then to where we are now. And it's just like, when you, the stressors of that, like you said, it's like the stressors of working, you know, for somebody else or working in something that you don't necessarily enjoy. It's like, a five, a five or even eight hour day doing that is like 10 times more taxing mm -hmm. than a 15 hour day doing what you absolutely love. And it's just, it's a huge difference. So definitely, um, if any of you guys out there are someone that is in that transitional period, or you are someone that is really wanting to make a change in your life, just know that there's people out there like us that are doing it. You know, there's plenty of people out there that have done it and there's literally no reason why you can't do it too. So mm -hmm. That's really kind of what we wanted to end on, guys. Um, I really appreciate Christina being on for this episode. This has been awesome. And I know that she's offered some incredible insight. You know, she's incredibly wise and, and knows really what she's doing with all this. So <laughs> it's pretty You've incredible. taught me a lot, too. We could probably do a whole other episode on things you've taught me. <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. So thank you guys for tuning in. And definitely leave a five-star review at the bottom and give us some feedback. But Thanks again for tuning in, guys, and be ready for the next one.